love one another, forgive, judge not, fear not. It's all such great advice with beautiful outcomes, but none of those principles is a one-step process. So let's talk specifics, the messy step-by-step. Welcome to, but how though, in a bunch of other spiritual conundrums. Welcome back to, but how though, in a bunch of other spiritual conundrums. It's Thanksgiving week, and I think we can all admit that it feels so great to say the things that we're thankful for while we're feeling thankful for them. And it's very easy to think of things that you're thankful for about the things you love because you love them. They bring you so much joy. It's very easy to be thankful for things that bring you so much joy. But it's 2020. Thanksgiving 2020 is a different experience. Because we got to dig up gratitude for the things we love. Sure, that's the easy part. But then digging up gratitude for the things we don't love. That's the thing I kind of want to examine this week. In Corey Tenbaum's book, The Hiding Place, she and her sister Betsy are forcibly taken from their home in the Netherlands to Ravensbrück, a concentration camp in Nazi Germany. Their barracks were disgusting, foul disease-infested things. They were assigned to a room full of square bunks, completely full of these bunks, which were full of people. The room was very overcrowded, and the square bunks were small, so small that you couldn't actually fully sit up in them. And they were filled with rancid, reeking, disease-infested straw. And when they laid down on the straw... They felt bites. The straw was full of fleas. Corey asked her sister, how? How can we live like this? And Betsy, an obviously devout and faith-filled girl, just prayed (laughs) right then and there out loud, Lord, how? How can we live like this? And she got an immediate answer. She was reminded that they had a Bible with them, which Corey had smuggled in somehow. And one of the things they'd read together recently was in 1 Thessalonians 5, in which it said, to give thanks in all things. So she told Corey that was the answer. To give thanks in all things. And Corey was like, uh, okay, how, how is that the answer? <laughs> but she begrudgingly said, essentially, okay, Betsy, we'll play your little gratitude game because you seem pretty excited about this, quote, answer. So they prayed together, thanking Team Universe for everything they saw. They thanked Team Universe they were assigned to the disgusting barracks, but at least they were assigned together. And that Corey had been able to smuggle the Bible in. And the overcrowded room? Easy. Thank you that more people will be able to hear the comfort we will get from the Bible as we do our nightly readings together. Then Betsy said, thank you for the fleas. And Corey cut into the prayer. She's like, nah, Betsy, not even God can make me thankful for a flea. And Betsy said, Corey, it says, give thanks in all circumstances, not just pleasant circumstances. Give thanks in all things. Fleas are part of the place God has put us. I love that last sentence. But I'm thinking, why though, Team Universe? Why give that as the answer? Gratitude can change attitudes, absolutely. But gratitude does not change circumstances. But that was the answer. So it can't just be about an attitude. If that is the answer, it also has to be a tool. Looking at another story 
in a book of scripture that my church uses called the Book of Mormon. If I have never talked about the Book of Mormon yet, here's what it is. It's essentially a record of two different groups of people who used to live in Jerusalem, but they left. And the Book of Mormon is essentially a record of their dealings with God and with each other. I call them Team Universe. That is not how it is referenced in the Book of Mormon. (laughs) That is just the Rachelism of Team Universe. So the Jaredites were one of those groups of people. And they went through a pretty significant move. They'd already done some hard work. They had exhibited huge amounts of faith, praying for help, keeping their family together, and getting ready to move to a whole new land. They built boats. They gathered supplies. They said the prayers. They were ready to go. And looking at the way Team Universe asked them to prepare, really, any of us could see this journey was probably not going to be 100% pleasant. Large animals. Small boats. Boats also equal ocean. Plus, Note ETA. So we're going to get on small boats with large animals. We have no idea where we're going or when we're going to arrive. And if that isn't enough to make you hesitate, Team Universe literally told them they'd be sending mega storms their way. Mega storms. I believe the words fierce winds and waves were used because that is the way you get from point A to point B on a boat without a motor on the ocean. Hashtag science. Okay, they were in those boats 344 days. 344 days. That is 11 and one third months in boats with animals and siblings and mega storms. And even with their miraculous, super cool team universe lights. If you are not familiar with this story, this group of people asked for a miracle and team universe gave them some stones that were lit and stayed lit the entire journey. It's a super cool story. You can check that out for yourself if you are interested. But even with those super cool lights, 11 and one-third months is a very long time to be on small boats with large animals and fierce storms. What did these people do to get through? Well, it says they sang and praised the Lord every day of their journey. They used gratitude, used it like a tool. References to gratitude in the scriptures range from a strong suggestion at the very least, like in Psalms, it is good to give thanks unto God. To a commandment in some cases. Uh, Give thanks unto God in all things. Why? I mean, okay, gratitude is lovely. It's polite. Generally makes you a pleasant person to be around. But none of the commandments are given to us to feed Team Universe's ego or to even make them feel good about themselves. The phrase, if you love me, keep my commandments, the first of which is to love me. That is not what that means. Team Universe does not need a church full of worshipers to adore them. Okay, the commandment is for us. Even that first commandment of loving God. We're commanded to love Team Universe so we can open the door to feeling their love and seeing their individual care for us. But we can only do that when we seek them. So if we love them, even if we love the very idea of them, we'll seek them. And then we gain that valuable tool of knowledge that they know us, that they love us. Loving them is a tool. Turns out gratitude is the same. Team Universe doesn't do stuff for recognition, clearly. So when they say to be grateful, it's not because they want recognition. It's for our benefit. So Corey and Betsy got to keep their Bible 
and share their testimonies and become stronger, more loving, better versions of themselves by living in those disgusting barracks, by going through that storm with fleas as one of their fierce winds. Fleas made that journey possible because fleas kept the soldiers away from their barracks. They didn't have inspections all the time because the soldiers didn't want to get fleas. So therefore, they got to keep their Bible and have their nightly study, which resulted in the strengthening and comforting of a lot of people in distress. Now, okay, fleas would have done that no matter if Corey and Betsy ever felt grateful for them. But because they did recognize the fleas as a blessing, even while the fleas were a trial, their eyes were opened to just how involved Team Universe was in their storm. And if Team Universe was in it, they could trust it. They could lean into it and unquestionably get through it. So we can use gratitude right now as a tool, just like the Tamom girls, just like the Jaredites. It's not just to be polite, pleasant people, but it's because gratitude connects us to the source. We don't give from point A to point B, from comfy, regular versions of ourselves to stronger, more loving, more Christ-like versions of ourselves without the storms, which are full of fierce winds. I'm not usually the girl that praises the fleas. I'm usually the girl who's like, um, those are fleas. <laughs> but through the experiences Team Universe has been willing to give me, I am now definitely the girl who can confidently say, okay, so fleas are a part of the place where Team Universe put me. Storms blow me toward my own personal promised land. And if Team Universe thinks fleas need to be a part of the journey, then thank you, team, even for the fleas. Isn't that lovely? Isn't that great? Okay, then let's go a little deeper. How do I feel grateful for an experience I'm literally suffering in? I know that I'll have to muster up some humility in order to feel gratitude while I'm suffering. Humility at its heart requires vulnerability. But how do I allow myself to be vulnerable, even to Team Universe, while I'm in the midst of a situation that puts me instinctively into fight, flight, or freeze mode? I am in defense mode because the trial makes me want to defend myself. How do I take down the walls and lean into it as the gift, the transportation, the metamorphosis that it actually is? Okay, it is easy for me, and I think for most people, to admit that Team Universe knows more than us. Team Universe has more power than us. They are way better organizers than we are. And so Team Universe could use any situation for our benefit. Any situation. But what about those of us who shun vulnerability like the plague it feels like? When I was 13 years old, I got my heart broken by some jerk in my neighborhood. It's a long story, but essentially he flirted with me all summer. He talked me into driving a car, which I crashed, <laughs> but that's another story. He kissed me. Then he ignored me for days. And when I finally got up the courage to go to his house, I found him on the phone with his actual girlfriend and he pretended I'd somehow misunderstood or misinterpreted the kiss. Okay. This did a couple of things to me, but one very impactful decision I made after that heartbreak was to never again let myself be affected. If love was a game, then I would have to win without actually risking my heart. The other hearts could be collected or broken, but mine would not be available for that nonsense. Thank you very much. I spent 
a lot of years keeping people at a safe distance after that. It took a great deal of subconscious effort. (laughs) I refused to be impressed by people or even affected by them, which was great for invulnerability, but terrible for feeling the gift of gratitude because soon I came to fear it. If I felt grateful, was that like admitting they were better than me? That I could accept an offering and let it affect me? Nope, 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 nope. I mean, I couldn't feel grateful, especially if there was something that person did or said I didn't like or agree with. I mean, oh, that person said this inspiring thing. Well, they were a dishonest business person or they were a crappy father or they were an unfaithful husband or wife. I had to qualify people and the contributions they made and discount them so that I wouldn't have to feel affected by them because my insecurity was a wound I had never dressed. Well, fast forward through that emotional train wreck to the big ask. I was a little over a year in to all these great lessons that Team Universe had for me to strengthen and qualify me for what I was asking of them. All the tools and physical circumstances necessary to be an uplifter on their team. The team. Well, I was nudged to go to this awesome business conference called the Rise Conference. And I went with my friend Tess. And Tess and I were sitting there looking at the lineup of all these amazing public speakers. (laughs) And I was sitting in my chair feeling super judgy and critical because, I mean... I was basically a public speaker. So, I mean, were these people even going to be good at public speaking? I mean, what could they really teach me? I I wasn't sure. I (laughs) thankfully and embarrassingly mentioned a couple of these judgy thoughts that I was having in my head. And Tess just looked at me and she's like, these people are literally the most successful people in their fields. I'm pretty sure they have something to teach us. And then she just like looked back to the stage. (laughs) And I was all, okay, I mean, yeah, fair point, fair point. They probably do. Well, that conference changed my whole view about business, about where I wanted to go. I was on fire afterward. It really did affect me. And then I came home and I tried to implement what I learned. I tried to use the tools they gave me. And I still felt that same nudge from Team Universe. Be affected. Be affected, Rach. Take down those walls. This is not planet Rachel. You are not the only person here. Look at people and circumstances as Team Universe views them. Every conversation is an opportunity. Every person you meet has something to teach you. Every single circumstance you can be put in can benefit you. Team Universe wastes nothing. Especially not storms and relationships. Those are two things they use frequently and thoroughly. Feeling gratitude is one thing. Expressing it connects in an even deeper way. Being affected by a person doesn't mean agreeing with everything they do or say. It doesn't mean I got to subscribe to their channel or buy their book or vote for them. Okay, but I can be thankful for every contribution made to humanity. I don't even have to separate it as good from bad. I don't even have to separate it as beautiful from ugly because sometimes it's both. We are all giant combinations of horrific and inspiring things. I think about that scared and lonely little girl who disconnected herself from people because she didn't want the pain. She built walls. And while it may have saved her from some pain, it also kept her from growth and connection. And 
depth of experience, joy. I am so grateful that I am no longer that girl. The tool of gratitude is to strengthen us during difficulty because it connects us to others and it connects us to the source of all love and light. It connects us to team universe. It's also a tool to open our hearts to more. When we express gratitude, we recognize team universe's presence. Their very involvement in the most intricate details of our lives, right down to the fleas in the barracks, or the fierce storms on the sea, or worldwide pandemics. Sometimes these things take us by surprise, but not them. When we acknowledge they're in it with us, we can trust in that storm. We could lean into it. We can endure it. We can be grateful for it, even when there's fleas. All right, that's all I got for this week. I am Rachel Larson. Please join us again next week. Have a fantastic Thanksgiving. No matter your circumstances, no matter who you can and cannot gather with, take a moment to use the tool of gratitude. Gratitude is magical, man. It's not always easy, but if we ask for help, even with that, we'll find Team Universe loves our questions. Especially, but how though? 